Hey folks, quick update before this week's episode. I will be joining the Autopod Decepticast at TFCon Chicago. Happening October 26th through the 28th at the Crown Plaza Hotel and Conference Center. They'll be hosting a program called Mental Movie Moments that highlights and recaps some of the fan-favorite moments of their podcast, which is a minute-by-minute breakdown of Transformers the Movie. Listen to upcoming episodes of Mike Seibert Radio and Autopod Decepticast for more information and exciting updates. TFCon Chicago, be there and be square. Also want to remind you that I will be your MC for the 2018 Little Black Dress Party Charity event benefiting the Eastside Firefighters Benevolent Fund at Raw Bar 89 on October 6th. Mike Cyber Radio is an independent podcast. The views and opinions expressed are those of the host and the guests only and do not necessarily reflect those of any broadcasters that any of us either have been, am now, or will be affiliated with. Enjoy the show! Welcome back to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host. If you'd like to get a hold of me, I am at Mike Seibert Radio. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and write into the mailbag, Mike Seibert Radio at gmail.com. Spelling on that is S-E-I. B-E-R-T, just the way it sounds. Uh, This is the podcast radio show where I talk about stuff and things that are on my mind every week. It's a pop culture show from Seattle featuring interviews, independent artists, and occasionally more. And this week, my guest is Corey Smothers. He joined me in the studio recently to talk about his new solo project, Disco Nonsense, as well as his time with Flickr and Fade. Um, he's, uh, uh, He's very very honest and open about how that band came to an end earlier this year. It was, um, uh, it, it was a really cathartic conversation for us to have, uh, for both of us. And I hope you get as much out of it as we did. Um, all that and more on this all new episode of Mike Cyber radio, but first let's kick things off with some shout outs. Shout it, shout it, shout it out So I tell you, it's a, it's been a really busy week here since I got back from vacation, and I, I wanted to take a minute and shout out my most recent guests um, and let you know about some of those last couple episodes that you may have missed. Uh, basically, I because of the way the schedule went, I ended up doing um, uh, almost a month worth of podcast episodes in the span of like a week and a half. Um, so uh, first, I, I wanted to thank uh, Kelly Fenley from Little Black Dress Party for being my guest during episode 176. Uh, we talked about the 2018 Little Black Dress Party charity event that I have the privilege of being a part of as your MC. Uh, really looking forward to that. Uh, that's going to be happening Saturday, October 6th at Raw Bar 89 in Kirkland, uh, benefiting the Eastside Firefighters Benevolent Fund. Uh, she tells you more about uh, the charity and the event in her own words, and, and there's more details about uh, that event uh, during that podcast. So if um, uh, uh, check it out and share it with your uh, uh, ladies and lady friends, and it uh, it's it's going to be a really fun uh, girls' night out. Um, so uh, uh, definitely check that out. It was a fun conversation. Um, also, I'd like to thank my guest Michael Geisler for joining me to talk about his new project by tour uh, during episode one seventy five, um, and as well as the latest installment of his documentary series, Becoming Bitor, uh, which I had the opportunity to uh, uh, contribute to as uh, as somebody being interviewed uh, for that uh, documentary. Um, and you can check that out at bitormusic.com. And I'd, uh, I'd recommend uh, watching that documentary uh, also um, as kind of a companion piece to today's interview with Corey uh, to kind of get 
the uh, the same story, but from kind of two different points of view. Uh, because as a lot of you might know, uh, Michael and Corey were both in uh, These Young Fools and Flicker and Fade together last year until that band ended. Um, now... Maybe I think I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself because uh, uh, Corey is going to join us in a little bit and tell uh, tell us all about it in his own words coming up. Um, I'd also like to thank Aaron, Ryan, and Caleb for having me on as a guest during this week's episode of Autopod Decepticast. Uh, we talked about our experiences and hot takes about watching Transformers the movie back on the big screen for one night only, uh, courtesy of Fathom Events. And it's, uh, it, it's funny because it, it was meant to be a quick 15-minute hot takes episode, and we still talked for well over an hour. Uh, but it was, a, it was a whole lot of fun and a great conversation. Um, uh, that podcast is up now uh, on their feeds as episode 79.5, titled Movie Night, autopoddecepticast.com. And I will be joining uh, Aaron, Ryan, and Caleb, uh, the Autopod Decepticast, again in a few short weeks. Um, I'll be a guest during episode number number 83 of their show, which again is a minute by minute breakdown of 1986's Transformers the movie. And we'll be covering a minute worth of the credits and learning more about the folks that made Transformers the movie actually happen. And of course, TFCon Chicago is coming up quick, uh, October 26th through the 28th, Crown Plaza Hotel and Convention Center. I will be participating in the Autopod Decepticast panel. Uh, it's a program they're calling Mental Movie moments, and I'll be uh, filling a, uh, a Bob Barker-style uh, game show host role and doing some interacting with the audience, which I, I, I'm really excited about. Uh, uh, that will be happening on Saturday, uh, plus we'll be doing a special Saturday night episode where Aaron, Ryan, and Caleb will join me, uh, presumably after an elevator ride, um, for a uh, TFCon Day 1 recap, and that should be a lot of fun as well. And um, and I gotta tell you, without without spoiling it a little bit, I uh, uh, Caleb emailed me uh, some of the materials that we'll be going over uh, during that that uh, 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 follies and presentations of uh, uh, mental movie no- moments during TFCon, and uh, it's it's some really good stuff. So if you find yourself in the Chicago area, if you are uh, traveling for TFCon, because um, I I know this isn't necessarily a uh, Transformers really podcast, but who knows, maybe uh, um, it'll find its way to uh, fans that might make their way into the panel. Again, that's uh, October 26th through the 28th, and uh, and uh, our little thing will be on Sunday. Coming up next, Corey Smothers joins me in studio, and we're talking disco nonsense. You're listening to Mike Seibert Radio. Yeah, man. Cool. All right, well, um... Well, Corey, it's uh, it's been um, what almost uh, just over a year since uh, since we connected last, right? I think so. Yeah, it was at the one of the one of the last few Flicker and Fade shows that it was. Oh, that's right, and that that was after my last show on KGRG, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. It's I you know it's it's funny with uh uh before we started recording here uh we uh uh oh and incidentally I, I should mention that we're we are recording in the KGRG studios <laughs> yeah. uh we uh we snuck in through the the uh, uh super secret alumni back entrance pretty cool um but uh but before we sat down to record here uh Corey and I we kind of we kind of took a, a walk down memory lane a bit both uh, yeah. figuratively and literally mm-hmm. in that like you know we just kind of took a look around because um last time you were here um it was all tore up with all the construction yep and still working on it and and it's all mostly kind of done now. It's, yeah, it looks great. Yeah, it looks really great with uh, you know, like the the new offices they've put in and all that. Um, I I do appreciate that the radio station looks pretty much the same way <laughs> that it used to. Yeah, they didn't change a thing actually. <laughs> <laughs> Which you know, I I think that's uh, um, actual mileage may vary, but I think that's kind of part of the charm. Yeah. Is, you know, it it should look like a college radio station, yeah, right? It feels so. very much like a college radio station. But it's very comfortable, you know. Yeah, yeah, it has has that that homey, um, comfortable. Yeah, it's um, like a nice worn-in couch. I like that. 
I like that. That's uh, <laughs> especially yeah. since they have since they have a, since they have couch. a nice worn-in couch here. Exactly, so. exactly. So, um, but I, I'm getting way, way ahead of myself. We're <laughs> uh, um, we're we're going to talk today uh, with Corey about his um, uh, solo projects. We're going to talk yep. uh, about some disco nonsense and yep. some of the other uh, uh, musical directions you've been taking recently and. Maybe uh, uh, catch up on um, some other things that that you know because again we we haven't talked in in a year or so yeah. doing a lot of catching up but before uh, before we get there um, since folks at this point as they're listening in they're like who are these people what's going on <laughs> I'm so confused it has been a year since uh, you've been featured on the show um, why don't you take a sec and uh, introduce yourself to the audience and tell us a little bit about yourself yeah. Um, my name's Corey, Corey Smothers. Um, right now I'm just a solo music producer. I produce electronic music. I am the former lead singer of a band called Flicker and Fade and also the former drummer of that band. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's pretty much it. That's me in a nutshell. I'm just been producing music out here independently releasing it. Um, that's where we're at actually. Awesome. Well, and as longtime fans and listeners know, that's uh, that's where we became acquainted was um, through your music with uh, with Flicker and Fade. Yeah. And and that was, um, you know, uh, a great era, uh, you know, really fun times. Um, so we'll we'll kind of talk about that in uh, in a little bit as we go through. But for now, why don't um you know, because like before we started talking, it actually was kind of funny. And uh, so, so Corey and I sat down in the KGRG living room and just kind of, you know, after, after we did this tour, you know, and I kind of talked about myself for a while, <laughs> for a long while, because that's what I do. Oh, you got a lot going on. <laughs> that's true. And, <laughs> and that, and that's where it all started. All yeah. you, you asked me a very simple question of just, you know, how you been? What what you been up to? I'm like, well, you know, I'm doing the, this pro radio thing. I'm doing the podcasting thing. Oh, by the way, let's let's walk through the 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 new uh, uh, student affairs and success building at Green River College and see what's going on with the construction at the radio station. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> and we get to all of that, and I kind of ran out of gas for a sec, and I was like, so hey, um, what you been up to? <laughs> And, you know, and we just kind of sat down and, and just kind of very cozily on those, you know, uh, uh, well-worn couches that, yep. that we were just talking about and just kind of um, caught up. And I I realized after we were talking for a good couple minutes, it's like, you know, we should probably be recording this. Yeah, so we were getting into some good stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, uh, I had, I, I had to pump the brakes a little bit. I was like, because like you, you were really starting to get into um your um uh passion your your newly found not newly found your your uh reinvigorated passion mm -hmm. for uh for electronic music yeah. which i had that's a good way to put it i i had no idea oh, yeah. um so um what why don't we start with that why don't um why don't we start with what disco nonsense is and and just uh you know uh, take the floor and just tell us about what you've been doing musically okay well a lot of people don't know that I, I've done electronic music for a very long time, actually. I remember um, one of the first computers I got was this old Dell computer, and uh, I got this program called Mixcraft. A, okay. lot of, a lot of people don't know what Mixcraft is, but oh. it is a really ghetto version of GarageBand okay. that, they released, that they released maybe in 2008, 2009. <laughs> um, and so I had this really ridiculous program called Mixcraft, and I would drop loops into it and, and mm -hmm. you know use the piano roll, and, and I would just kind of make these songs because i'd already been playing a bit of music you know mm -hmm. i was a drummer uh i was right. in high school uh band at that point and i knew a little bit about music so i just started creating stuff and i i have been ever since then ever ever, ever since then i've i've whatever computer i've had i've had some sort of you know um program whether it be garage band or mm -hmm. ableton or something oh, like sure, that yeah and i've and i've always gone through and i've just you know just made music for myself it's just mm -hmm. really not a lot of people have ever heard it um, hmm. Only a select few of my friends have ever heard any of it. Um, my wife, of course, heard, has heard some of it, right. and the guys from Flicker and Fade heard a bit of it too. Mm -hmm. But nobody's nobody's really ever heard the full catalog <laughs> of the hundreds of songs that I've made over the years. I've never shown anyone, so I figured, you know, here recently I've, I've just been a little bit bored, and mm -hmm. um, 
and I wanted to get, I wanted to do something creatively just to fulfill myself. And I was like, yeah. you know, like not a lot of people have heard this and, and the people that have heard it have told me it's, it's worth hearing. Mm -hmm. So I decided I'm going to finish a few of the songs. Well, more than a few, because I've got a lot to finish and then I'm right. just going to start releasing them and just letting the world just hear them. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with them. Honestly, <laughs> I don't have any end goal for this. Sure. Um, the only goal that I have is that maybe somebody will like the music that I'm putting out because mm -hmm. I personally really like it. Um, it's, it's definitely something I feel like I can be the most creative ver version of myself with. There's no limits to what I can do with, uh, with computer software and, 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 you know, MIDI instruments and keyboards. So, mm -hmm. and that's kind of where I'm at with that. Very cool. So, um, before we get too much further is, uh, is there music that's actually available that, that folks can check out now? Yes, they can. Um, um, my, my artist name is Disco Nonsense. So if you search for Disco Nonsense on Spotify mm -hmm. or Google Play or any other streaming platform, you're going to find it. It's the only thing on there under Disco Nonsense. Um, the, the, there's a song called Teary-Eyed, mm -hmm. a song called Not Around and Lonely Light. And you'll find those all on uh, a little three-song EP that I've just recently put out. And here soon, I'm going to put out some more music as well. Okay, and just just for clarification, I have I have a I have a specific reason why why I asked this. Mm. So um, so I I'm not a Spotify user. Oh yeah. But I had seen on uh, you had posted on Instagram, I think it was just oh hey you know uh, from end to end you know new EP check it out on Spotify and I'm like mm, okay and I I tried to do some like googling to try to find it mm. and I couldn't. And I think part of the reason was I I um I I think I just wasn't searching correctly. So <laughs> is uh so is disco nonsense one word or two? It's two words. Ah, yeah. See, I think what I was doing was taking it from your Instagram profile, literally. Oh, I because see. you can't put spaces. Because you in can't there. put spaces in your handle. So. Which you <laughs> you would think I would know that, considering my handle is Mike Seibert Radio, all one word. <laughs> so I, it didn't even occur to me to try two words. Yeah. But yeah, so no, I, uh, I I did some googling for um uh I used the EP title from end to end. Uh, disco nonsense, two words, and yeah, I I found it in all kinds of different places, from uh, CD Baby to Amazon Music. Um, uh, it's on Google Play Music. Looks like it's looks like it's on all kinds of yeah. Honestly, when I when I selected for distribution, I was like, I'm gonna just put it on everything. I don't, mm -hmm. I, I didn't, I, I selected everything to distribute to, um, because I'm I'm really not trying to get any monetary value off of this right. you know i mean if i do that's amazing <laughs> yeah, great yeah, yeah. why not right yeah but, um, yeah please buy and download yeah. the, the songs <laughs> but um good. but i figured i'd just put them all out for streaming just to reach as many people as i can with it mm -hmm. that's pretty much very cool my thinking behind that <laughs> ah i gotcha i gotcha yeah. so um so you talked about kind of like you know, you, you've always been into electronic music, but mm. you've never really um, shared it before. What uh, what was the inspiration for one kind of doing more of this type of music and extending from that um, what's encouraged you to share it with a larger audience? I mean, it's one thing to share That's it with friends, question. but... Yeah. That, is, that is a really good question. Um I think what was the most inspiring for me here recently was some of the new music that I've been hearing mm -hmm. lately. Um, Odessa's new album, it, it was really amazing when I heard that. I was like, wow, that's, I want to make music like that. You know, I, I, it was really inspiring to hear that. Um, the artist Tycho has mm -hmm. been putting out some really great stuff. And I was just thinking, you know, I've just, I've been listening to a lot of it more recently because I've kind of been out of the rock stuff. Right. I'm not really listening to any rock music as much as I used to anyway. Mm -hmm. And I've kind of just been discovering new artists going down the rabbit hole of all these amazing artists and their amazing new music. And I'm like, wow, it's so, it's just so inspiring, mm -hmm. you know? So I was just kind of in that, that mode. I was like, I want to make more music like that. And I, and I kind of have been, mm -hmm. but I just never been finishing of it. And I was like finishing any of it. So I was mm -hmm. thinking, you know, the goal, I could just finish some of it and, and release it and maybe people will like it, you know? Very cool. Well, I, and it's, um, I, I think my first exposure uh, to your electronic music was, again, through your Instagram account. Mm -hmm. And and I, I don't remember the timeline, so please uh, feel free and correct me on it. But I, I want to say it was not all that long after um, you performed up here at KGRG with Flickr and Fade. Yeah, right. And I, I remember... I, 
yeah, because it was it was a time after I was gone from KGRG, mm-hmm. and I remember just coming across your uh, post where it was just you know a couple notes, a couple couple things here and there, and I remember both uh, myself and my uh, former co-host Elijah at the time were like, "This is really good stuff." Oh, you like this? It? Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of us really liked it, and it's just like, but. But it's different. It's very it's, different. It's really different. Mm-hmm. And I I remember at the time, and see, and again, I think this is where like the, the hazy timeline comes into place because I, I had um, uh, reached out to you at some point and said, hey, you know, do you want to come on and talk about this uh, yeah, solo stuff? I remember that. And because of just like, you know, schedules, probably lack of follow up on my part. That's okay. <laughs> Quite honestly. Right. I, I get, I, I get, I didn't follow up either. <laughs> I, I, I get, I get easily distracted and yep. I get very busy. So, so anyway, so, so a PSA for any other independent artists listening. It's like, <laughs> I very much want to get to know you and hear about your music and all mm-hmm. that. Maybe pester me a little bit, you know, Mike Seibert radio, gmail.com or at Mike Seibert radio on Twitter and Instagram and, and the Facebooks and all that. But cause like, I'll do that. Sometimes it's like, I'll, I'll make that initial contact, mm-hmm. but sometimes because of just the way schedules go, cause I mean, like a lot of these artists are super busy also. Oh, right. And yeah, right, it, 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 it could be a little tricky to, to nail something down. Anyway, I, uh, <laughs> that was a long way of saying that, that kind of, that just kind of fell by the wayside yeah. and I just never uh, got back to it. And then, um, next thing I hear, um, of uh, the folks in flicker and fade are going separate directions. And I'm just, and, and quite frankly, I, um, the, the kind of move that I made at the time was just to kind of keep my distance Yeah, because, um, I, unfortunately I've, I've, uh, you know, being into independent music, I've I've seen a lot of local bands. Um, well, not a lot of independent bands because, like, the, some of the the bands I'm thinking of aren't from around here. But but, long story short, I I've seen bands break up before. Yeah, and and it's hard. Sometimes it's not 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 a, it's a little messy sometimes, right? Exactly, and like like uh um I I'm not gonna name names, but I think if, if people know the history of my show, they could probably figure it out. But like, basically like there was a band that I was very much, uh, you know, encouraging and all that. They went on tour and they broke up on tour. They, they came to the realization that they could not be a band and live together anymore. (laughs) So, so I always use that as a bit of a a cautionary tale Mm. when, um, like I, I was recently talking to, um, uh, Chris from waking things, you know, our, our good buddy there. And, you know, he, he knew exactly what I was talking about in that. Like, you know, his, his thing is like, you need to be around people that you can gel with, that Mm. you can jive with that that you can live with, that you can hang out with. And if there, if there isn't that cohesion, those micro fractures will kind of yeah. kind of bubble over. Well, let me stop you because oh, sure. because I don't think I don't think it's as bad as what you think it might be. Okay. Um we definitely got along in the best way uh-huh. possible. We were really good friends and we could have continued being a band mm-hmm. uh, for as long as as long as we wanted to, but um I will go on and say that it's mostly my fault okay. that, that 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 the band isn't isn't anything anymore. Okay. Um I was kind of going through a lot at that time. And sure. without getting into some crazy deep details, <laughs> uh, I had a lot of self doubt. You know, when we were when we were uh, working on our uh, second demo that we were making, we had already accomplished a lot as Flicker and Fade. And when you know when um, we made Jeff leave the band, I don't know if you remember that we changed our name from These Young Fools to Flicker and Fade, mm-hmm. and uh, we kind of kicked him out of the band. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of took over a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, I I took on the. I was like, oh, you know what? We got to keep this going. So I took on the role of being the lead singer. I was like, I want to do it, you know, because mm-hmm. um, I want this band to keep going because I love you guys. Um, and we changed the name. Uh, I came up with the name. It was from a lyric I wrote, and uh, I did the artwork for the band. And and we were gonna, you know, we were just gonna keep it going. Mm-hmm. But then I think after after we did the, a couple music videos and we were doing the CP, I don't know what was going on in my head but I was kind of just thinking like wow like man I just I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm cut out for this you know I don't oh. know if I'm good enough kind of situation which looking back like I I think I was good enough to do it you know what I mean yeah but 
I just, there was something holding me back. And then I got on this like kick of like, I'm, I'm holding them back, you know, <laughs> which is totally absurd, right? But when you're, when you're in that kind of like state of, you know, self-doubt and anxiety mm-hmm. about, about what's going on around you, you, you're not always thinking clearly. I wasn't thinking clearly. I was thinking, you know, um, that it was my fault that we weren't going anywhere with this as much as we should be. And I was just thinking, like, these guys want to, they just want to go home. Life's hard for them right now, you know. They were they were in Seattle. Mm-hmm. They had, you know, no family around them. Um, and they were, you know, they had a lot of stuff going on in their lives. And I'm like, man, like, this band is, like, holding them back from living their lives. I don't think that was the case. Mm-hmm. That was just what I was thinking at the time. Um, so I kind of came to them one day, and I was like, you know, like, I don't think I want to be a professional musician anymore. I don't think I'm cut out for it. And so we talked about that and wow. they were, you know, they were way more understanding than they should have been about that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they were, they're the nicest guys, uh, okay. Ryan and Michael are mm-hmm. they really, I can't say anything bad about them. They are really great friends. And, uh, but, but that's kind of where it went. It was, it was my decision. Um, I don't know if it was the right decision, mm-hmm. but, uh, but it's a decision I made at the time. Um, but Michael's doing great. He's got, he's doing this by tour project now, yeah. which I think it's awesome. Um, some of his music, he's, it's more the direction he wanted to go anyway. Mm-hmm. So it might've worked out for the best anyway. Um, and I know Ryan, he was really wanting to go home. So it, all okay. in all, I think it may have worked out for the best, but honestly, I don't know. I don't talk to them enough to, yeah. to really, <laughs> to really make that, that judgment if, if what I did was the right thing or mm-hmm. not. But I can't say that I'm happier the uh, not because i left the band or anything right. i just recently i've just i've gotten a lot more happiness in my life and uh, a little bit more contentness okay so that's where i'm at with that you know wow don't mean to bum you out don't no, <laughs> you know no, what i mean well like we, in in that uh comfy couch conversation we had i you know i even even then i was a little trepidatious i'm like i'd like to talk about this but only if you're comfortable because I, you know, first and foremost, I'm a friend, you yeah. know, and I'm a, I'm a friend to all of you guys. And then, but also I'm a fan. So it, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's a weird dichotomy sometimes. No, actually, it's like a three headed dichotomy yeah. actually, because <laughs> like I consider myself a friend, I consider myself a fan, but there's also the broadcaster in me too. Mm. Now, obviously the the type of material that I do has never been gotcha style journalism or <laughs> or even really investigative journalists. Like yeah. like like for example, like there's a lot of broadcasters that have come out of uh KGRG that would consider themselves to be journalists. I don't consider myself to be a journalist. I consider myself to be a broadcaster right. in that, you know, like I'm not going to get into it, but 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 the um i've always been more about providing a platform for my friends to talk about their thing it's like i'm uh you know because like folks will ask me about the the like the music i'm excited about or you know the any material i'm like i'm excited about what my friends are doing yeah so and (laughs) and then basically what happens is like you know when i get into these conversations much like when i met you guys it's like Mm. oh you guys are my friends. I am now all about whatever you guys are into. So <laughs> That's great. Um, so when when the band parted ways, I, I alluded to this earlier, it it, it kind of hit me funny because I I didn't really know what to do as like a mm. friend and a broadcaster and a fan. Yeah, of course. There was part of me that wanted to reach out to all three of you guys separately and say, Hey, what's up? What's up? Yeah. But I didn't feel that that was appropriate because I didn't know what the story was. Right. And I didn't, I couldn't think of the right platform to really get that out. And then, then it just kind of, you know, time passes. Right. You know, people move on and what really, um, reinvigorated my, my interest in, in talking with all of you guys actually was, um, when Elijah did his last show yeah, and I knew that, that, that he and I together as, as co-hosts on a show had built that relationship with the three of you guys as yeah. a band. We, we, you know, I, I felt like the five of us had that, that kind of oh, yeah. connection to where I, 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 you know, I, I reached out to you. Um, I also reached out to, uh, Michael, 
I tried to reach out to Ryan, but I didn't realize that I don't know how to get a hold of him. So I, <laughs> He's elusive. Yeah, sure. so, so I, was, <laughs> I was not able to connect with Falcon, not because of exclusion. It was just like I couldn't, right. I couldn't figure it out in the time frame that, that I, was, I was looking at. Because basically, when, much like other broadcasters, um, when, when the end time comes, it comes quick. Yeah. Because that, that's what happened with me. It was like, um, like a Tuesday... Um, I think it was either like a Tuesday or Wednesday. My boss had approached me about working more hours. And one of them was Monday night during when, uh, the show was taking place back when it was on KGRG. And so, yeah. So like the next day I, you know, sat down with Elijah and Desmond. I'm like, okay, so this is going to be my last show, but we've already got all this other stuff set up. Yeah. So, and, and that's, I don't know if I ever came around to telling that story that I, I just now realized this <laughs> wow. because I mean, that that's, that's why the Mike slash show stuff wasn't on front street, right? Because it was first and foremost, the flicker and fade artist takeover of the Monday project. Yeah. And I didn't want anything to take away from that. Right. And then at the end, it kind of got away from me when, uh, you know, Luke and some of the other, they're like, Hey, it's your, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I guess, <laughs> I guess this is what we're doing was, now. That but. was definitely one of the most fun times of being in that band was this, that, that KGRG moment. Actually. Absolutely. And it was one of the most fun times for me. It was, I don't know what it was about that night, but it was just a ton of, ton there, of fun. There is something that is infectiously fun about the fusion of music and radio and just having mm. fun because yeah for it was his, like it was like i knew all these guys for like for so long uh-huh. i was my first time meeting them but i felt like we were already like really great right, friends right you know um so but yeah so it was with elijah uh, uh leaving and i reached out um um to you guys for those goodbye messages i got one from michael also mm. and you know i i got a um great message from you as well and shared those with elijah drove the kid to tears. I, uh, I, I don't know if you happened to catch that episode, but basically I, I had edited together. I, I got, um, got a half dozen of these, you know, from like, you know, um, other personalities and instructors and yeah, I, you know, put some like real sad music underneath it, you know, kind of like, you know, like the sad Hulk type of music, yeah. you know, kind of big brother eviction music. Really, and really it, trying to, yeah, and trying to bring him to tears. And it, and, and it worked. Operation Bring Elijah to Tears was an emphatic success. Um. Uh, but, but in the wake of that, I was like, you know, um, you know, I know Corey put out that, that EP not too long ago. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really should reach out to him and you know, um, you know, Michael's got his stuff going. I should really kind of reach out. And yeah. so, um, so I've, uh, I, I've been in uh, contact with Michael also. Cool. Um, and you know, I'm really excited to hear about what, uh, what, um, you know, he's doing with by tour yeah. and, and all of his, um, new stuff and all of that. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that's really what it was. It's like, I, I didn't, I didn't want to take sides. Right. Of course. I, you know, so I didn't really know what to do. So in other times in my life where I don't know what to do, I just don't do anything. <laughs> it's not a really good yeah. life philosophy. It's terrible advice. But, right. But I think having that time is really kind of helpful because um, I, I feel now's the time to, yeah, you know, um, give you the platform and talk about your stuff and Thank reconnect you. and all yeah. the, all this other stuff. I don't, I don't think it's it's something to be avoided, really. Mm-hmm. I don't, and I don't think there's any side taking in it um, because we've we've got our own lives, you mm-hmm. know, uh, and we're not at, we're not rivals with each other or anything. Right. You know? We're not like at each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I right. mean? Yeah. So, so uh, I mean, I love Michael. He's always going to be a great friend, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I hope he feels the same way about me. I'm sure he does. Um, but he's doing great. And I, and I watched part one of his documentary. I thought it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And he's coming out with part two soon. So yeah. On, I'll, I'll, um, I'll go ahead and plug Michael's stuff in our podcast. <laughs> there we tour. Go. Check out part two coming soon. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Appreciate that. That's, um, so yeah, I mean, so since, since we're on that kind of, you know, timeline, yeah. kind of take me through it. Like what, so what, what happens next? So hmm. you you um um pull the plug and decide that 
that you can't be a rock star anymore. <laughs> so then, then yeah, just w- what happens next after that? Well, I, I mean, after that, you know, I just kind of, I was like, all right, you know, you guys uh, uh, told Michael because he was kind of like, can I still use the music we wrote? And I was like, of course you can still use the music we wrote. And uh, so I think he, so I think he changed the name of it to Bytor and he, he mm-hmm. kept everything that we had, we had done, which I'm glad because mm-hmm. the music is great. I think yeah. it's, it's timeless, you know, the, mm-hmm. the music that we made together. So it's not going to be, I'm glad that it's not going to go to waste or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not worried about, you know, any cra- crazy, like, you know, royalty issues or anything sure, like sure. that. So it, that's all him, you know, he's got control of that now. And, and, uh, he's talked about, he talked about collaborating after he left, but we really haven't kept in touch. Yeah. So I don't know if that's, if that's actually going to happen. Um, it's mostly due to me cause I am, I have a hard time following up on schedules and stuff like that. So <laughs> that's mostly my fault. <laughs> I know but, that um, feel, brother. <laughs> but uh, but after that, you know, I just kind of took a break from it all. Yeah. Um. In fact, I didn't write any music for like a couple months. I mm-hmm. was like, ugh, just need to breathe, you know. Yeah. Kind of let this let this go and let it dissolve. I just I just uh, focused on um just trying to be happy, you know. I just uh, I started eating better and and uh, and just taking better care of myself because I hadn't taken care of myself, you know, for the past few years that well. So I've just kind of, that's what I've been trying to do. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And then, well, we talked about it earlier on this podcast. I did get really inspired by a lot of the music I was listening to. Yeah. So I started really getting into just different music because mm-hmm. um, I've really exhausted the rock catalog on Spotify. Okay. <laughs> you know oh, what I mean? Oh, sure, sure. I've listened to almost everything ever. So <laughs> <laughs> There's um, no more rock. <laughs> yeah, there's no more rock. I mean, there's still really great new albums coming out. but. Sure. Um, but I just started going down the rabbit hole of like, what else can I get inspired by? And I found all sorts of different artists from hip hop artists to R&B to, to indie to even some, you know, country music. And I've just been really inspired by everything. Mm-hmm. And with the electronic music that I've, that I've been making here recently, um, I've been adding elements that in, in, a rock, in, in a rock band, you would really wouldn't not necessarily be allowed to add, yeah. but it would be outlandish to add. And I, I feel like I've, I've never been more free with the music I can make because I can, I can use Congo drums where I want to use them. I can use weird sounds that, mm-hmm. you know, that I've sampled and things like that. So, um, yeah, I've just been really reinvigorated to, to create more. Um, it's mostly about the creative process, too. There's no, like I said, there's no end goal mm-hmm. to this. I just wanted to be creative. I just wanted to get that out, you know. Mm-hmm. Very cool. That's that's uh that's incredibly interesting. It's Thanks. it it's cool that you know, I mean cuz I I I don't I don't know if in my time interviewing independent artists that I've heard of somebody that that will just, you know, switch to something else. Um mm. um to where it's like, oh, you know, everybody's usually like I'm a rock guy and that <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of my thing. But what it sounds like to me, and, and that's that's very surface level and superficial. What right. it sounds like, this uh, um, passion for uh, the type of music you're doing now, the electronic music, has always been there. Yes. it's just kind of like kind of you know been. underneath the rock surface. That's right. I'll tell you, when I was 15, 16 years old, it was all about rock and metal music. Mm-hmm. I couldn't listen to anything else. I just wrote it off as not being something I wanted to listen to. You know, I think everybody goes to that kind of phase, yeah, you know, yeah. where they're just kind of stuck on something. Um, but I mean, as the older I get, you know, the more I realize that it's it, music is a whole, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, why would you why would you cook with only one set of ingredients when you can mm. have all the ingredients that have ever been made? And so, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's kind of it. I just, I'm just a lover of music. And when yeah. I say that, a lot of people say, oh, yeah, I like music, but they really only like pop music or they really only like metal music. Uh, right. you, you just love metal music. You don't love music. You right. just love that one type. I really can say that I do love all music. <laughs> I mean, I'll listen to everything, mm-hmm. um, just from rap to hip hop you know, or from R&B, like I said. Yeah. yeah. Influenced by everything. Mm-hmm. I'm down. Very cool. Yeah. Um. So... So I, I've, uh, you know, in preparation to this, I, I re-listened to the uh, three tracks you have available on your uh, From End to End EP yeah. uh, from uh, um, Disco Nonsense 
two words. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like I said that that one word thing was throwing me off for months. And I'm maybe I should put an underscore in my handle. Do you think that would be better? Um, you know, I I don't think you can in Instagram. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's a Twitter thing, huh? It's a Twitter oh, thing. Oh man. But anyway, sorry, I'm getting way far afield. But but <laughs> no, I was kind of okay. embarrassed because like I couldn't <laughs> find it for uh, uh for the longest time. But anyway, I you know re-listened to it and how um how would you describe the the type of music that that you're making now mm. i know it's i know it's a very cliched no that's uh, okay musician uh, i mean type, uh, of, type of interview question but no the, a lot of people would describe it as chill step which is chill step as a subgenre of like uh, electronic dubstep and oh, okay. things like that chill step has been a recent thing and lo-fi hip-hop there's a lot of lo-fi yeah. hip-hop elements in there mm-hmm. um just like of of just kind of like crackle sounds that warm tape feel to it that's yeah. what i was trying to accomplish with a lot of it but it's also mostly chill stuff it's you know down tempo mm-hmm. electronic music yeah and that was that was kind of my takeaway from it also with without the uh, fancy vocabulary <laughs> yeah well because i mean uh, elijah was always the the electronic music guy mm, and yeah. and i I, I I know what I like, kind of, you know, from, from, but I can't necessarily speak to it with fluency and vocabulary right. and things like that. So, but, but yeah, it just, yeah, I, I really enjoyed kind of like the, the lo-fi texture to it. Thank you. Um, you know, the, there's a warmth to it. Um, and that, yeah, it's, it's just very, um, ambient. Yeah. There, there's, there's, there's a lot of ambience in there. There's a lot of ambience, a lot of atmosphere and it's. It's, I mean, it's really good stuff, but, but again, like I, like I said, it was, it was such a vast departure <laughs> from what, um, you know, what, what I had grown accustomed to, uh, the music that you were part mm-hmm. of, because really when, when, you know, things were really kind of at the height of flicker and fade, I mean, I mean, dude, you, you were killing it. Thanks. I mean, I mean, you're, you're, uh, you know, you're lead singing and drumming. I mean, it's like, it's Phil Collins over here. I mean, it's just. <laughs> I mean, so I was, you know, I, I was always incredibly impressed and incredibly proud because even in the time that like when I first started to know you and then to the time that, that the band dissolved, I could see the, the growth and progression just right there. Thank you. And it's just like, and, and yeah, it was, uh, it's like, yeah. It's very disappointing. I know I get that a lot. A lot of people are very disappointed that I ended. I'm trying to say No, that, that's okay. You know, we were talking with, um. With uh, Jay Lee from 81, who runs Audio Dose um, mm-hmm. in Seattle. He's a really good friend of, of ours. I consider him a good friend. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a, He was really one of Ryan's mentors. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he let us use his studio all the time. He's a very right. cool guy. And he was, yeah, he straight up told me. He was like, uh, this sucks. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I know. I, I, don't, I, don't know. I don't know what I can say to that, you know. Because, right. because a lot of people will tell me it's very disappointing or it really sucks you guys aren't making music anymore. And uh, I feel a little guilty, you know. Actually, mm-hmm. I feel a lot of guilty because it was my fault. Um, but you can't change what, what has happened. Right. Um, and I can't change my decisions that I made. Um, and like I said, I don't know if they were the right decisions or the wrong decisions. I'll just leave that to time to, to decide. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but at least at least we have a really good you know, little album of music that we made together that we can always appreciate. Exactly. You know, and um, I'm really proud of it. I'll mm-hmm. still go back and listen to some of the Flicker and Fade stuff. Even some of the These Young Fools stuff with Jeff singing. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, wow, that was really cool. Like we, we were, you know, we had really good parts there. Mm-hmm. So I'm proud of it for sure. Yeah. And, and it's, it's okay to, to be, to have a, open and closed era, you know, to have, have a closed off sectioned off era or something, because I mean, I have that like, like for example, I mean, obviously we're recording here in the KGRG studio, but my time as a KGRG personality is over and it's been over. Um, I, I think maybe I try to hang on to it a little too much sometimes. Cause I mean, again, we're, (laughs) we're here using their studio, but, but that's, um, but it, it's it's a finite moment in time to where I can actually mark it by this is show number one, mm-hmm. this is show the last. Yeah, and it's it's cool to come back and play with the toys or um, play on the playground. Yeah, but I I wouldn't be interested in coming back and being like you know a KGRG personality at right. least at least where I'm at currently. 
in my life and what I'm doing, um, you know, both professionally and creatively with, uh, with the podcast and the other stuff I'm working on, um, that I just don't have the time, but, but yeah, I mean, it's as with anything, it's <laughs> tangents within tangents, but, yeah. but it, it's, it's okay to have a, you know, a, a finite canon of something. And I think what you guys accomplished, um, during the flicker and fade era was, was phenomenal. Yeah. And it's okay for that to be on the shelf and yeah. say, you know what? This was that time because from, from what I'm understanding from our conversation here is that, you know, it sounded like Ryan wanted to go home at, at times. Yeah. He and, didn't, he didn't actually say that. I just assumed that. Okay. So. Fair <laughs> enough. Okay. Well, and, and thank you for clarifying because yeah. I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to put words in his mouth. Exactly. You know, I, I know he was homesick, but I know he loved the band too. So. Right. Right. So, but where, where I'm going with that and to bring this all the way back around to kind of like, uh, you know, uh, Chris Sicard's wisdom from waking things mm-hmm. where, you know, it's like if, if things aren't quite right, don't push it. Right. Because like, if like, let's say you had made different decisions, who knows what would have happened? Maybe you guys would have crested the hill. Like, like we all thought was mm-hmm. going to happen because I, I remember having that, that, that very palpable vibe of like, this this is this is a band that's like right on the cusp. Yeah, it's I definitely like, think it could have been something something uh like with longevity. Sure, or maybe it wouldn't. Yeah, you know because maybe maybe there would have. I mean, everything was all amicable at at the time of the disillusion. But mm. you know, if you had gone like a couple months more, I mean, I don't mean to play alternate timeline. No, here, that's but, okay. But it, you know, it if if that was the decision then it was wise to make that decision at that time, as opposed to being at a spot where it's the wrong time to make it where like, again, that, Mm. that sad tale I I mentioned earlier where like a band breaks up on the road, 3000 miles away from home. (laughs) That that would be so, so, I mean, I I guess more or less as, Mm. as a friend, as a fan, as a broadcaster, don't beat yourself up. Right. And that's, that's kind of what I've, I've actually been trying to, be more self-reflective of that because yeah. I do have a problem of beating myself up. Um, sure. And that's one of the reasons why I left that band uh, because I just beat myself up about just little mistakes here and there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the the fact of the matter is I was pretty unhappy towards the end of that band um, and I had to change something. Mm-hmm. So it, whether or not it was the right decision, I still have yet to find out. But right. I do right. know that I'm a lot happier now. Um, right. Not necessarily because I left the band. Just I'm just happier in general now mm-hmm. um, with what I'm doing with my life. And I hope that they are experiencing the same kind of relief that, mm-hmm. that I got once all that weight was lifted off me. It was really, it was really a struggle sometimes because sure. most of my time was spent writing lyrics, um, writing the drum parts, yeah. uh, uh, making graphic art, mm-hmm. trying to create you know, vlogs. It was, it seemed like there was just a lot of work that I was putting into it. You know what I mean? And it got mm-hmm. really exhausting and I couldn't, I don't know. I just couldn't focus on any one thing because there were so many things going yeah. on. Being a drummer and a singer, I mean, it sounds really cool, but it's, you're really doubling your workload yeah. because there'd be nights where I would, I would have to program drums because we did a lot of drum programming. Sure. I would program drums and spend hours trying to, trying to get the drum tracks just perfect. And then I would go in the next day and I would be in this in the vocal booth trying to sing for, you know, several more hours. And yeah. it was just, it was a lot of work. Um, and maybe that's what stressed me out a little bit because I, I felt like I was taking on too much. But yeah. that's kind of my personality. I do <laughs> I do that. And I think you uh, you can appreciate that a lot because you just end up taking on way more than you than you should take on as yep. one person. A- absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's like, and, and that's, and that's why I wanted to dig a little deeper on this because I, yeah. I feel you brother. And, <laughs> and, and honestly, that's one of the things that I'm hoping t- that, that listeners will kind of take away too is, mm. you know, you know, hear the way that we're talking about these things and, you know, kind of make sure that they're doing those right kind of gut checks. Yeah. Sometimes it it's great and fine and fun to, to, you know, bite off more than you can chew, but then it could also tear you up. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's treat yourself, yeah, you know, exactly. it's like you always, you always gotta, I mean, you know, I mean, 
it, it's interesting kind of modern terminology, but you know, there, there's a lot of talk of like, you know, self care mm-hmm. and, you know, sometimes that's used derogatorily. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's used uh, from an empowerment standpoint, but, but regardless, you got to take care of yourself. Cause you do. Man, and I wasn't, I wasn't taking care of myself during that time. And uh, I had to realize that, mm-hmm. that I do need to take better, not only physically, but mentally, right. I need to take care of myself mentally by mm-hmm. not, you know, working all day, going to a studio, being there all night, waking up early, doing the same thing over and over again, um, and not seeing any return out of it, you know, yeah. it starts to starts to weigh on you a bit. Yeah, and, you know, and that's obviously, you know, for the hardest thing for an independent artist, whether you're a musician or, a, like, podcaster, comic book mm-hmm. artist, whatever, it it's, it's that there comes a point where passion gets you... 99 and a half percent of the way (laughs) there but there's also like that fraction of a percentage to where it's like am i am i getting am i getting out of this what i want to put into it yeah and i'm not even talking about like the you know like uh you know more tangible things like you know fame and fortune or right right. not even that but just just creatively exactly creative fulfillment no you're right um Um, there were times where i wasn't getting any creative fulfillment well mostly because i was singing the same old parts over and over again for (laughs) forever yeah and you know what i mean we weren't getting to jam as often as what i'd like either oh um just because we didn't have a solid rehearsal space yeah which is because it's so hard to find one in seattle man it's so hard mm-hmm. um a lot of people don't understand but as a band you can pay up to a thousand dollars a month just for a rehearsal space i wow. mean we lucked out when uh when jeff was in our band we had a rehearsal space for four hundred dollars a month and it wow. was nice and big and it was a little out of the way it was a bit yeah. of a drive you know but it was still great to be there every day but once once we kicked Jeff out of the band, we really couldn't afford it anymore. Mm-hmm. We were forced to cram into Jay's studio, which it was still very amazing that he would let us use that space. Mm-hmm. But we couldn't always practice, you know. So that's when I stopped feeling like I was getting something creatively out of the band, yeah. you know. I gotcha. But um, I don't want to place blame on anybody but myself, though. Don't take it that way. Of course. Of course. I get you. And and you did say something that... that the the broadcast journalist and me wants to come back to you've mm-hmm. uh, um you've mentioned Jeff a couple times yeah um is there a story there you'd like to share just a great guy me and him actually keep in touch so um we actually just went to a show together not too long ago okay just a great dude um I don't know I don't know how deep I should get into that because when we kicked him out I was I was really on the side of kicking him out actually mm-hmm. um. Just because he was showing up late to practices most of the time. Okay. Um, and he didn't really get along with Michael. Michael didn't really get along with him. Okay. It was, they both. They didn't get along with each other at all. <laughs> like I said, I don't know if I want to get too deep into this. But um, but I don't know. Sometimes I regret the decision to, to kick Jeff out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. I can't take it back. You right. know? But, um, but yeah. Just a great dude. Okay. I can't say anything bad about him. Sure. And uh, he's doing great. He's 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 got a lot going on. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, yeah. Because I mean, one one of the the interesting things I've noticed. Because I I mean I I you know still follow everybody on all the social medias, and what I find is that there there's I mean not out. A whole lot of outright interactions, but you guys will all like like each other's stuff from time to time. Like yeah. I'll see the like <laughs> Jeff uh, like something that Michael put out, mm-hmm. or Michael will like something that you put out, and just like that's just the way Jeff is. Jeff doesn't hold grudges against anybody. Mm-hmm. He's just that he's just that kind of guy that tries to spread positivity. That's what I love about Jeff. He's he's not one. He's not a person that's going to be like uh, you did me wrong this one time, and I'm going to yeah. hate you forever. Mm-hmm. He's actually still really supportive of everybody. Um, hmm. no matter what anybody says about Jeff, you know what I mean? He's always going to support you. Um, sure. that's what I think so great about Jeff. Um, mm-hmm. in fact, me and him have been talking about maybe collaborating on some electronic stuff, but I don't wow. know that may or may not be in the works, Sure. Uh, but I would like to, <laughs> I would like to, just cause Jeff's a nice guy. All right. Always extended his, his hand in friendship to me. Very cool. That's uh that's definitely a, a good place to leave that. I, um, I think, um, so as a, as we think about wrapping up and and it's funny th- this is kind of out of context from what we were talking about earlier but we we were talking earlier on about um uh insecurities mm. and 
one of the things that I, and I couldn't figure out a good way to jump in, so I just kind of found a good spotting stopping point here to make the yeah, clumsiest yeah, yeah. segue ever. But like you know, a, a lot of the reasons why I like to you know uh, you know tell these stories and have these conversations is for you know the benefit of folks listening. But the thing that that folks listening out there might not realize is that performers are often some of the most insecure folks. This is true. And I mean, and that's something that I struggle with constantly. Mm. And I mean, to the point where, I mean, um, you know, I, I've, I've questioned whether I, you know, should continue doing my podcast or why am I doing my podcast or, you know, should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? And, and it's all a hundred percent what's in my own head. I have never received a bit of negative feedback about anything I've ever Same. done. Same, yeah. <laughs> so, so more, more or less. I mean, it's and yep. and and that's why I love these conversations because the the way we've been talking about things has kind of unlocked a lot of you know yeah. these notions that I have. And I bet you a lot of folks that are that are listening and you know maybe want to be aspiring musicians or aspiring podcasters or or whatever. I think maybe that's something they struggle with. I think it's um, I think well. it's really interesting to see uh, like a lot of a lot of musicians they they really struggle with either mental health problems or substance abuse. Sure. It's very sad to see that because they're some of the most beautiful people out there and they create things that stand the test of time, not just superficial things that will just go away, but they actually create real music out of their heart. Yeah. I think maybe that's why some of those insecurities rise up is because they have so much sensitivity to what they make mm -hmm. because it's truly theirs. They truly pour out music from their heart and, and the emotion that they put into their songs and the time they put, all this effort that goes into hours and hours of writing, recording, uh, producing mm -hmm. and these records and these records turn out amazing and then somebody will comment on it, you know, like, yeah. uh, this is trash or this is, you know, this is whatever. Uh, they'll they'll go on YouTube and they'll write these mean, hurtful things. Mm -hmm. And I think it's honestly, it, it's it's we should write most of that off, right? Because it's just people behind a keyboard, it's just keyboard warriors, right? It doesn't sure, matter. That sure. shouldn't matter. But when you spend so much time on something and you've got thousands of people telling you that it sucks, um, even though there's ten thousand people telling you it's great, it still hurts. Yeah. And I think because it's your baby. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Absolutely. You gave birth to this song, you know, yeah. or you gave you, you, you put so many, so much time into this album and it's not, and the album isn't just a product, right? It's not just some piece of technology. It's not like a person that designed a phone, right? Yeah. They put a lot of hours and, and time into it, but it's not reflective of themselves, right? right? It doesn't have their, you know, their insecurities in the song, right? They, they're not, their lyrics aren't in that phone. You know what I mean? I don't mm -hmm. know if that's a good metaphor or not to compare <laughs> it to, but you know what I mean? It's something you create that's not really physical. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and any art is an expression of yourself. Right. I mean, or, or at least true art. I, I don't want to debate. That. I, I don't <laughs> yeah. Know. Don't get in. Don't yeah, go down because, that rabbit well, hole. It was so weird because <laughs> like I, I, I looked around and like I saw a bunch of CDs on a shelf, and I'm like, well, you know, that, okay, <laughs> that that's yeah, that that's a rabbit hole that I will not be able to dig myself back out of. So I'm just I'm just gonna art is subjective, right? But the fact there remains is. that that there's a lot of people when they create something, they're not just creating it. Just I mean, mine. I know with the music that I'm making, I don't right. just create it just to try to sell a bunch of it. Right. I create it because it's something deep and emotional for me i try to put a lot of emotion in my electronic music mm -hmm. which is difficult because it is you know a lot of computers and a yeah. lot of you know digital noises but still even in the flicker and fade days the lyrics that i wrote were deeply personal absolutely and when people write that off you know um that's where it starts to kind of dig into your insecurities mm -hmm. a little bit and it makes you it gives you a little bit of anxiety I think uh, there's so. I mean, there's lots of programs out there. There's like Music Cares, mm. um, and lots of other great programs to help artists that are struggling with that kind of, you know, that depression and anxiety. And it and it sucks. I mean, because a lot of musicians have taken their own lives or yeah. have have OD'd on substance abuse, right. and it's it's really sad to see that. Um, and it seems, unfortunately, uh, there's some some of the best artists struggle with that. Mm -hmm. So it's sad. Yeah. 
And I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> <laughs> You're properly bummed out now, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, but but again, the, it, it's important material to share. I think so. Because um, a lot of... A lot of artists like like Big E, for example, he was he was just telling me the other day he doesn't know if he wants to keep making music. I'm like Big E, yeah. I want to say to you, Big E, if you're gonna listen to this podcast, which I you you will because I'm gonna send you it. There you go, dude. Don't stop making music, man, because your electronic music is awesome. I've never heard anything like it. It's mm -hmm. it's killer, and I uh, I want him to know that. I don't want other people to know that that just because some people don't like it, if you like it, that's what's important. Exactly. Well, and, and the way um, media is now, there is something for everybody. Right, of course. So, I mean, so it doesn't, it doesn't have to fit into a box. I mean, like one of the things that, you know, uh, in the podcasting community we talk about is kind of like, you do you. Yeah. An audience will find you. <laughs> and, and yeah, I mean, like, like, for example, with my show, I mean, you know, it's, it's hard to fit in a box, mm. but I have people that are into it. Yeah. Cause like the, they'll, they'll reach out to me. Oh, I real, really like the, that you did that. Mm. And, you know, so it's, uh, you know, it's, it's always like the weird stuff like, Oh, Hey, I loved hearing about your trip to China last year. And I'm like, <laughs> it's like what? all right, well, <laughs> very good. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, if, uh, so, uh, I, I will also get, give a a message to elijah as well and and i will echo one hundred thousand percent what uh what Corey is putting down here keep at it don't get discouraged by anything because yeah. you've got the goods my friend don't let the haters bring you down exactly and because yeah he he had put i i don't want to get into it but there was like he he had put some kind of post up on instagram or something yeah i'm just like i, don't, I remember that There's like, I don't, don't let people don't let people like uh intrude upon your life like that you know yeah um, you just do you. Yeah, exactly. But, but I, I, it was interesting. Like you were talking about your own music a, a little bit ago and putting emotion into it and kind of, you know, kind of speaking on that, the, the, um, difficulty in putting emotion into, yeah. um, electronic music. And the first thing I thought of is, um, Elijah's music as Dolliber and, yeah. and it's incredibly emotional yeah. and it's, and you can, and to hear him talk about it and it's like, Oh, I was, you know, I was in, in this kind of emotional space mm -hmm. when I, when I, you, you can hear it yeah, and, and you can, you know, experience it. It's a weird intangible thing, but you could pick up on, you know, kind of the, the, the feelings of the artist through, yeah. through the art. And Absolutely. It's, 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 uh, yeah, it's, um, electronic music is, is surprisingly visceral. I mm -hmm. found it definitely um, is. I, I mean, think it just doesn't matter what you use to create music. It's just how you create it, really. Mm -hmm. You know, real instruments are fake. It doesn't matter. Just it's what you what you use them for. Mm -hmm. You know, um, that's why I think a lot of my music is ambient because I have been feeling really chill lately. So, <laughs> so now, honestly, that's seriously yeah, like I'll sit yeah. there and I'll just kind of get this like droning pad going and I'll just play this droning pad and then play like a little melody on top of it. I'll just be like, ah, oh, it's so blissful. And then that's kind of how a song is born most of the time. Okay. <laughs> just, just kind of noodling around. Yeah, it's kind exactly. of the equivalent of noodling on a guitar. I exactly. But on a keyboard. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> well, I, I tell you what, Corey, this is, uh, this has been, um, a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, um, deeply personal, yes. which, which is, you know, kind of, <laughs> kind of actually my favorite type of conversations where, yeah. You know, there there is that that vulnerability, and um, I I really appreciate you um, uh, sharing with me and with the audience. Yeah, and I hope I summed up everything okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I didn't make any mistakes along the conversation. <laughs> well, you know, if uh, if if somebody wants to at me, bro, they can, you know I'm <laughs> at Mike Cybert Radio on on Instagram and Twitter and and Facebook. I, I'm on Facebook now. It's interesting. Yeah. It's, I'm just uh, trying to tell everybody that uh, I appreciate them for putting up with me. So <laughs> very good. So before we close out, um, are there any particular uh, shout outs you'd like to give or any closing thoughts, uh, things we might not have covered? No, I think we pretty much covered everything. Um, I will be releasing some more music soon. Cool. Um, probably the, either at the at the end of next month or, or similar some mm -hmm. sometime around there because um, I've got some stuff done. I'm just, you okay. know, I kind of like to play it up a bit before I, you know, set it out there. Absolutely. So, um, so I don't know when I'll be releasing that, but I've got tons. I've got a huge catalog of music and I'll probably just release a bunch of it all mm -hmm. the time. So that's where we're at. Very cool. Cause I, I think you were, you sharing with me before we started recording that, that 
you've worked on parts of what like go upwards to like a oh, thousand songs or something maybe like not that? that many but a few hundred for okay, sure more okay. than more than a couple hundred songs that i have on wow. hard drives just sitting around oh just ableton projects logic pro projects <laughs> garage band i don't even know how to access some of these things because they're made <laughs> on such old versions of music right. but i will i'll find a way because i know there's some gold hidden in there so very cool i love that well <laughs> Well, uh, Corey, it has been a, an absolute pleasure. Um, can you let folks know uh, where they can keep up with everything current with Disco Nonsense and how to yeah. connect with your music? And Well, really, the only platform I use is Instagram okay. um, as Disco Nonsense anyway. So if you just go Disco Nonsense Instagram at Disco Nonsense, it's all just Disco Nonsense. Okay. Um, and then, of course, if you Google Disco Nonsense, you'll come up across all the streaming platforms. Any streaming platform you use will have... Um, a few of my songs on it. So you can check them out there and I will be adding more to that catalog here really soon. Very cool. Um, closing thoughts. Thank you, Mike, for having me, man. This <laughs> has been, I've, I really appreciate you bringing me out, man. It's good to see you. Yeah, th this, this was great. A and, and I'm, um, you know, we, we talked a lot about kicking ourselves and I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of kicking myself that I waited this long because no, th this is, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, th this is, uh, uh, let's definitely keep in touch of course. As, as you have, um, that new music that you were alluding to. Yes. Um, uh, you know, we've, we've, uh, exchanged phone numbers now, so we're, <laughs> we're all, we <laughs> we're are totally connected. Official, so, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're official. I love it. <laughs> all right, man. Well, um, yeah, that's, that's, I, you know, it's funny. Usually with these interviews, I, uh, you know, I'll be talking to somebody on the phone and I'll be oh, like, really? okay, cool. And I'll, I'll let you go and we'll, we'll talk to you later. Okay, cool. Bye-bye. We're going to have like several different goodbyes now. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. We're, we're about four goodbyes <laughs> We have deep. a podcast goodbye. <laughs> exactly. Well, and then I'm going to record a rap on top of this also with a, hey, you know, that's it for today's episode. But <laughs> all right. So we are going to close out for now. My name is Mike. My name is Corey. And this has been Mike Seibert Radio. And until next time, make good choices. <laughs> Thank you. And that will do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I greatly appreciate it. If you'd like to listen to my past episodes, including all of my old college radio shows from my time at KGRG, subscribe on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, the Stitcher Radio app, Apple Podcasts, and on iTunes, or wherever else you download your podcasts. Like, share, rate, and review the show wherever you find it. And if you would like to leave a review on iTunes, five stars, please. I will read your review and give you a shout out on the air. And if you're an independent artist like Corey and would like to be a guest on the show, let me know and I'll get you on the schedule. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and write into the mailbag, MikeSybertRadio at gmail.com. For my guest, Corey Smothers, my name is Mike. This has been Mike Seibert Radio, and until next time make good choices.